Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. You're in the right place. You checking out? Chip Baker, the success crowd. Conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles. Compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles. What's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And we have Melanie Ake with us uh, coming to us from Indianapolis uh, today. And, oh, man, uh, great lady has achieved some amazing things as a creator and host of Everyday Leaders. That's uh, 50 and 50 podcast uh, has discovered, you know, that her greatest strength is to add value to others by connecting people to their purpose, uh, you know, and so, I don't know, excited to have her <laughs> on this uh, episode, and so you won't be disappointed with this one. So, uh, again, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Absolutely. I was so excited that when you reached out, you know, I think success is so many different things to so many people. Yeah. And And we were talking before, but really, you know, what I've learned through my story is it's about your belief in your life and your, in yourself and your story. And that helps you to start defining where you're going to go in your journey. And, and you really have to be open to that. But what I've found through my life is, you know, telling my story. Um, I was uh, an only child, always an only child. But my father passed away when I was young, when I was five. And, um, and my grandparents <clears throat> really took me under their wing. They were Nazarene Song Evangelist. And so my grandfather, you know, had, had the voice um, so strong and so powerful. His name was Paul Qualls. And my grandmother, Mae Qualls, played the piano for him. And she, you know, in theory, she had all of, she knew how to play the piano. But a lot of what he would say was, honey, go to three flats or I'm going to do this in the key of C and she would just follow him. And they made such an incredible team and watching them through that influence. And we'd go to camp meetings, you know, 10 days at a time growing up 10, 10 days. Here, I, I know all about that. I know, man, I know all about that life. Let me tell you. <laughs> and it's amazing because the, the things that you learn about yourself are you're adaptable. You like, you know, you, you enjoy different environments. You're not afraid to go out and meet new people and experience new things. And so that really helped me as I grew up to understand that the power of going up and speaking to somebody, you know, came from within you. 
And it wasn't about how they may see you, right? It was how you saw yourself. Mm. And I learned that early, early, early in life. And, and so um, through that, you know, I, I joined the John Maxwell team a few years ago, but he challenged us to write our own story. And I thought, well, gosh, I think I know my story. I lived it, right? But until I started reflecting on every specific piece of that, which was what happened when my father passed away? What did our family look like? And what was it like before, right? My father was sick. He stayed home with me. He gave me the energy that, you know, most people, most families, most traditional families, the father was working and the mother stayed home. But it was different for me. Uh, My mom was a nurse and my dad was, you know, experiencing cancer. And so I got to spend so much time with him and so many memories. And so when I look back and people say, you know, gosh, it must have been really hard. It's like, those were the best times of my life because I got to connect and I really felt that, that power of connection. And so, you know, through this, um, I also learned <laughs> uh, the adaptability of moving. Um, we moved several times, you know, trying to get back on our feet after my father passed away. And so I was in six schools before I was in fifth grade. Wow. And, and so, for, you know, for me, but I lived it and I understood it, but I didn't realize the value of that the strength that that helped me create as an adult, like you just become that because you've experienced it. You've been conditioned the things that you've experienced. It conditions you for other things in your life. Um, And so during that time, my mother in second grade, (laughs) as we were moving and moving and moving, uh, signed me up for a sport. And she, you know, the, we used to get those little flyers. <laughs> now they probably email it to us. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Different times. <laughs> yeah, those little papers that you would get on Fridays and it said, uh, you know, join hockey uh, at Perry Park. And it was, it was local in the community. And so we went and found out it was ice hockey. Mm. And, and I didn't know how to skate. I had no clue. Um, and we didn't have a lot of money, you know, we were struggling and, but what we did is we signed up and I said, I want to do this. And I was the only girl in this ice hockey league for 12 years. (laughs) And I didn't let it stop me. You know, I just said, my gosh, this is fun. I don't have siblings. This will be a great learning experience. I learned to skate. It gave me physical fitness. Um, And I just, I learned a lot about myself (laughs) through it. And, you know, my girlfriends always came because they wanted to, to hook up with the guys. <laughs> and so they wanted to come and watch and, and see the games. But, you know, it taught me discipline at 6 a.m. practices on Saturday morning and, and after school, you know, and I was involved in sports all through school. So uh, volleyball and basketball and track and then hockey on top of it. So I, I really had to learn how to balance a lot of different things that I loved. Um, so how fun was that, though? And, and then my junior year in high school, um, we didn't have a girls softball team. And so one of, one of my other sports girls, um, we decided to get a petition. And they said, if we could get 100 people to sign this petition, we could start a girls softball team. And so we did. And we developed the first girls softball team in the Greenwood, Indiana, Greenwood High School. And I didn't even really remember that until a few years ago and we started talking and I said oh my gosh the things that we did that we didn't even know were going to change the world right I mean really in that space 
this really created a new uh, place for girls to be able to, you know, just not play volleyball and track, but now they could have a league and we, we, you know, begged a coach, <laughs> please help us develop this team. And now they're doing well. And now there's girls, there's everything. There's Olympics, you know, for these, these kinds of things. And girls are playing hockey in the Olympics. And, and so I just, I love my journey where I've been in the, in my life at this point um, to be able to look back and go, man, I really have had influence in a lot of the things, you know, that I've been connected to. And so, and so it helps me as I'm in corporate world to think about the people that don't have confidence, right? To learn something new and, and the confidence to kind of work through something or challenges with people or learn consistency in things. And I don't know that it's grit. I just think it's your belief that you can do it, that you have faith to say, well, maybe I don't know how it's going to be tomorrow or next week. But if I believe that I have the capacity to influence something in a positive way, then I should be a part of that. Right. You know, uh, uh, I, (laughs) I was trying to hold on (laughs) <laughs> and let you finish saying what you were saying, but I know you saw me making a, you know, like doing a, the, uh, I, I didn't make the sound effects though, <laughs> the sound effects, but just, I don't know, man, just so much of your story as you explained it, like I know all that life, you know, it's the same way uh, for myself as far as, uh, you know, the church upbringing and traveling and being in church all day and camps and you know revive all i know that life <laughs> very well and uh i just think that it brings about discipline you know a discipline to uh and, and sacrifices and giving service you know you don't know, you know a lot of times you didn't want to be in those places but you were made to be at those places and you didn't have a choice or you'd be get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, just, but, you know, being forced to be in those situations, it teaches you so much in church and you learn so much uh, of how to live life. Like you said, and then the sports aspect, you know, and you said this to balance, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, when you are involved in lots you have to find ways to balance and, and get it all done, but not just get it all done, but be great at all of it. Yep. You know, uh, you, can. you know, people say, how do you get all this done? Because now I'm, you know, running the company. I'm a vice president of sales, which has not just, it wasn't something I ever thought that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, my story has just, and I'll talk a little bit more about this, but, but it just evolved because of my strength. Yeah. Of what I knew and what I was stayed connected to, mm-hmm. and so I never saw myself. I've never been one to kind of manipulate the the path. Like I want to do this, and this is what I, my goal is. I don't know that I have goals. I do have goals, but I don't look at that as if I don't reach that, I'm not successful. I just say if I haven't reached that, there's something that has pushed me in this other path that I'm supposed to be connected to, and I really am tuned into that because of my faith. You know, there's sometimes when you get signs or signals and you believe like, I thought I was going in this right direction, but maybe that's really not what I'm supposed to do. And if a door closes, do not think that that's bad. It's, it's a grateful, (laughs) right? That that door, you didn't have to experience that any longer because you need to get over through that door to your purpose. 
And, um, and I've learned that so many times. And I think, my gosh, the people that are, that are struggling, you know, that, that I'm connected to, that I look at and, and, you know, as you grow through your own strengths, you can really help people. You can tune in and see immediately the things that they have gaps in their lives and you can try to, you know, help them or coach them or work with them, um, to, so that they can be more successful in their life. Woo! I couldn't hold it back to Sabbath. Woo! Texas cheer, baby. Texas cheer. <laughs> that's it. You know, and in this book right here, I'm going to throw out, uh, that's my first book, the black book right here that you see on the background. The title of it is Growing Through Your Donkey. You know, when you, you know, you just kind of mentioned some of that is you have to grow through the things that you've gone through. But uh, not only uh, do you do that for yourself, but you find out as you go through your journey that when you allow yourself to do that, it allows you to help so many other people. Oh my gosh. And you mentioned that when you were talking about your story and that was one of the third point that I was going to make is, I mean, like um, when you go through your personal journey or grow through your personal journey, so many times you look at it as your inner struggle. And, but, but when you can focus on uh, realizing that, and when we realize that, Hey, this is bigger than me. It's about what I can do to help others and be effective for others. Oh my gosh, how you blossom. You know? Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, when I was at my last, the company before this one, I was um, brought into that company for a specialist role, you know, to really kind of add value to the company. And about a year after I started there, a lot of things changed. Management mm -hmm. changed and structure changed and mission changed. And so it allowed me to kind of, meld into a lot of specialist roles. I felt like James Bond, you know, hey, this year will you do this? And this year will you do this? And they knew that I had value, but they tried to keep pulling me into different roles so that I could help grow the company. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I did successfully. Um, and so I got to go to Europe and train um, European teams, which that was amazing uh, for several months. And, and so many things of training and, and forming agendas and national sales meetings and doing all the things that I had never experienced at that level. And then in April, I was told that I had no value and they were eliminating my position, just kind of blindsided me, you know? And, and so, but what I learned from that is a couple of years before that, I had joined the John Maxwell team because as I was transitioning through this company, I thought, oh my gosh, I need to be able to uh, communicate my value. I need to be able to understand what, what is burning inside of me and how I'm going to thrive now with these opportunities. And so as I did that, I almost feel like the people around me became threatened because I was wanting to invest in myself. I was wanting to create more influence so that we could be better. You know, my thoughts were, to do it for the better of the company. And I think a lot of people felt threatened by that. Unfortunately, you know, that was not my intention. It was to wow. for the whole, right? And so, but what I learned about myself was, I have so much power. <laughs> I have so much power to connect naturally and authentically because that's the space that I come from. I don't have an agenda. I don't have, you know, this, this checklist of things. I want to do it for the value of people, to make people better, to help people realize that their gifts can empower a sales group, a customer organization, and anything that that is. 
if they feel that they believe in what they're doing, they can achieve amazing results. And I'm proof. I am total proof of that. Uh, and so, you know, <clears throat> as I was going through this, this year I also turned 50. And, and so big changes, right? In your mind, you always think, well, I'm in an organization, I'm 50, I'm probably going to get eliminated. Well, guess what? It happened. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but in January, I turned 50 in January 12th. And I had decided that I had 50 weeks left in my 50th year to do something pretty spectacular. And I wanted to create some kind of a momentum of really celebrating people that are doing everyday things mm. that they don't realize that they're leading and they're influencing. And so I created Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 to celebrate my 50th year and to connect to 50 people with their stories of leadership. And so this podcast has been an amazing journey for me in teaching me again. We talk about going back in school and being sports and school and all the things you want to cram in. Uh, I've had a job change, <laughs> not by my choice. <laughs> you know, I'm dealing with being at this point in my life where, you know, are you successful? What are you doing with your life? Mm -hmm. um, and transitioning into a company where I've had three different positions now over the, uh, this new company um, and becoming a national VP of sales and building an organization <laughs> and continuing to do my 50 and 50. <laughs> you, know, you talk about balance. <laughs> it's amazing, Chip. It's yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like this, this euphoric um, fulfillment of my soul saying, this is my purpose. I, I went yes. to school for journalism, but I didn't really complete that. I, I went back into business, you know, and so I think, again, starting from where you believe you have energy around, right? And, and so I've come back to that space and said, I do know how to balance things in my I do know how to be consistent. I'm very disciplined. And, and those are the things that if you use that for your gifts, things seem to fall into place. There's no question. It falls into place for you. And you're not, you know, tearing yourself apart going, I'm so stressed out. I can't handle it. It just happens. And, and then you look back and say, wow, I'm achieving what I want. Now, whatever that looks like, Right, you can't compare yourself to others and say, I wish I had this or this. That's dangerous. But you got to put yourself on your own plan and your own cycle for success and then say, Yeah, that's a goal and I achieved it. And maybe, maybe not in the same time frame, but maybe you know, you've had to adjust and reflect. But it is all about your journey, nobody else's. It's your journey. That's it, you know. Um, so many amazing things you hit on i think you know um, first you know people will not always believe in what you're doing you have to have the mature mindset of hey even though they don't you still get it done because you know what you're doing is a good thing it's coming from a good hearted place you know um yeah. and just you know the the whole athlete uh mindset and perspective you know and, and i've taken that in my life too you know how do you expect to get better or stronger if you don't work on getting stronger, you know, or, you know, or, right. or, and, you, and knowing that, hey, you're going to fail, you're going to make some mistakes, and then learning from your mistakes, hey, you know, I may not be able to get it today, 
you know, yet, the not yet, you know, <laughs> complex. Hey, yeah, but, you, but you forget about that. When we get, yeah. when we get in our life, right? When we're out of school, maybe we play college sports. Yeah. When we get out of that environment, it's like, those are our mentors. You know, our mentors have told us, our coaches, 4.30, you have practice, 4.30 to 6, or you, you get a mentor and you go to a gym and you're consistent with that. But when you get out of that mindset, somehow life happens, yeah. you know, you have kids, you have work, you have, you have obligations, you have parents that are, you know, getting older, you have a lot of responsibility and you forget about you. You forget about how you have influence in the world. And that is so critical because we know enough at this point in our life that we can help so many people with things that they may not have been tapped into and struggling with. And it's really our purpose. You know, that's, that's kind of why we're put on here. I think when we die, it's not gonna, God's not going to say, did you do good or bad? He's going to say to me, I believe, this is how I believe, you know, what did you do to, to use your gifts that I gave you in the world? Mm. And if you haven't done that, I think you've, you've done an injustice with your life that you've been given. No doubt about it. Well, let's, let's talk about success. Uh, what's your definition of success? You know, <clears throat> I think success is, is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Because I believe it's, it's if you use your strengths to achieve your goals, that will help you become successful. I don't think it's, you know, you've written five books. You've gotten, gotten to the point where you've received a PhD. You know, I think there's a lot of landmarks that you can use in your life to define what your own goals are. But I think, you know, if you're a homemaker and you raise your family, I think that's success. I think you're, you know, I think there's a lot of times that people look at other people's lives again for that comparison and say, well, because you haven't lived my path and you haven't been on my journey and you haven't done the things that I've done, then you're not successful. And so I think it's really personal and people have to, you know, really understand and believe in their own journey because that will give you the power to be able to know that your journey is important to other people. That's awesome. What do you think it takes to achieve that type of success? You know, (laughs) you've got to believe. All comes from your belief. If you believe you can do something, you can do it. If you believe you can't do it, you can't do it. You have to step back and understand. You know, John Maxwell challenged us when we very first started into um, the John Maxwell team. Go back and write your story. Understand, really reflect on the things, the activities, the changes, the transformations that happened in your life and, and those periods. What influenced you? What made you think the way that you did? And, and that's important because whatever you believed at that point, you know, psychologists would say, well, let's go back. Let's go back to when you were five. What happened when you were five? Well, I have a lot of things that happened when I was five, <laughs> you know, and, and it, it's a lot of how we react to things. Yeah. And you can say you were born the oldest in a family, the youngest in a family. I, I think that may have something to do with it, but it's really, you know, you have to get over, you know, your 18 formative years and you have to say, now I'm an adult and I can take control. 
And if there were things that, that I don't feel were right in my family or right in my corporation or right on my sports team, you know, you have to be an adult enough to say, I have the ability to add value to my life. And because of that, I'm going to change who I am and I can, I'm going to believe that I have the ability to do what I want to do in my life. That's it. I think it's that simple. You got to believe. Got to believe. That's it. That's <laughs> that time it. of the year too, right? You've got to believe. You, you got to believe. Well, uh, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and like your podcast and show you some love on, on all that you're doing. That would be great. Yeah, I have um, Make Connections for Life um, Consulting and Coaching on Facebook. Um, Melanie Qualls Ake, so M-E-L-A-H-N-I, Q-U-A-L-L-S, and then A-K-E on Facebook. And then I have Everyday Leaders 50 in 50 podcast. And so that's on iTunes, uh, Google Play, and I post on uh, on Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Melanie Qualls Ake and uh, Everyday Leaders. I really post a lot of things uh, to uplift and inspire people. And so my journey is is really about connecting. So you know, if people have stories to share, if you have something that you want to get out there, I would love to have more guests. I'm going to continue this. My 50th year. I've got one more show. Uh, for my 50 and 50 and I've completed it with consistency. No, and there you go. Yeah, all the challenges. Um, but I've got a lot of response. So people want me to continue to do this and I, I'm feeling compelled uh, to continue this series. And uh, I have a leadership summit coming March 2nd in Indianapolis. So that'll be at the Indianapolis art museum on Saturday, March 2nd. And people can uh, register for tickets for that. They're on sale now. Uh, but that's going to be a leadership summit for four hours celebrating what I've learned through this journey of my 50 and 50. And my guests will be coming to attend and teach leadership lessons uh, from, from what they've learned in life. So it'll be a great inspiration. Well, again, I want to say thank you so much for dropping some heat <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and knowledge. <laughs> Uh, on the Success Chronicles, uh, really good stuff, uh, really good nuggets that we can all take and learn from and use in our life. And so, again, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Chip. I really appreciate it. Good deal. Well, thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.